If you could do anything you wanted to do without anything holding you back, what would it be? Everyone has a purpose in life and others want to hear the purposeful value that is in you. Now, here is the host of the Value in You show, your guiding coach and mentor, Ellis Kirkpatrick. Hi, everybody, and thank you for being here for another show. And I would like to introduce my guest speaker today, who is David Kometsky. So, David, why don't you tell just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hi. Um, well, I'm here in New York. Uh, you know, uh, I'm down below you guys in Canada. But uh, so I, I, I'm a mentor. I, I help people get through uh, and overcome anxiety because that's how we, you and I were talking the other day. And yeah. uh, you know, I have my own podcast, so I, I, I do that. I'm a speaker. I have I've done a TEDx speech. So I've you know, uh, there's a lot of things I do. I'm an author. Uh, number one bestseller, Amazon bestseller for a couple of books. So, you know, there's so many things that I that I do. I don't know that we have enough time to talk about it all, but I know <laughs> that we'll definitely get touch some of these subjects. Yeah, definitely. And so today's episode is about anxiety. And David and I are not doctors. We are not professionals on treating anxiety, but we deal with people who have anxiety. You know, um, when I'm helping people write their books, they're they're very anxious about, am I going to get it written? When is it going to take? Is it going to do well? All of these things that come in. Um, and one of the things that I found out is that everyone has anxiety and anxiety is an adaptable emotion, which I did not know. And anxiety is not bad. It's actually um, part of our our understanding our environment. So I'm going to go over a few facts before we really get into um, talking with David and, and some more of this. So first, from researchgate.net, anxiety and adaptive emotion is a response to a natural emotion that occurs in response to danger and prepares an organism to cope with the environment, playing a critical role in its survival. So that sounds good. You know, it's, it's there for, for a reason. Um, so what is anxiety? According to anxiety.org, anxiety is a psychological and physiological response that occurs when the mind and body encounter stressful, dangerous, or unfamiliar situations. It manifests as a feeling of discomfort, distress, or apprehension before a significant event. And... Wendy Suzuki says, anxiety can feel like the enemy. And this is where I want my audience to really listen um, because everybody thinks anxiety is bad and there are anxiety disorders that affect us daily, but anxiety evolved to help protect us. Wendy Suzuki says um, that we need to recalibrate our level of anxiety to get it back to the level where it is super protective for us. And she is a professor of neuroscience and psychology at the Center for Neuroscience at the New York University. And I like what she says. Um, and I like what I have found from others, you know, Mayo Clinic, from the Anxiety and Depression Disorder Association, um, talk about how all anxiety is treatable, which I was really glad to hear. Um, I also like that it was an adaptive emotion. That means an emotion that we can do something with. Um, A.M. Perkins and P.J. Core wrote a paper on anxiety as an adaptive emotion and says, we conclude 
that anxiety, once thought of as wholly negative and, rec and requiring cure, instead evolved to serve useful adaptive protection functions in humans. And so it kind of seems like there's a theme here, you know, it's, it's a good thing. So to bring it close to home, I'm in a stressful situation because we're moving, moving to another state. We come up here to pack, you know, I forgot my one paper at home. And, and there's just all these things going on. And, and are we going to get the, the um, storage unit? Are we going to get the trucks to move? Are we going to get the helpers that we need? And it's just on and on. And going through this just reminded me that I need to breathe and just settle down. Um, uh, I asked some people on Facebook what they thought about anxiety. How do they deal with it? And one gentleman wrote in, and, and he's been in the military, and he said that when he gets anxious, he actually takes control of it. Um, he takes it, and he calms down. He talks himself through it, and he just keeps talking until he gets it done. But that's what he did. Not everybody can do that, and that's okay. So um, because there's other ways to deal with anxiety. Um, so just a few more facts, and then we'll get into talking with David. Um, this has been medically reviewed by Deborah Rose Wilson, and it's who's a PhD, MSN, RN, IBCLC, AHN-BCCHT, and no, I don't know what all of those mean. But she says the effects of anxiety on the body can cause physical stress on your body, especially to your nervous, cardiovascular, digestive, immune, and respiratory systems. Everyone has anxiety from time to time, but chronic anxiety can interfere with your quality of life. And that's one of the things I really want to talk about is, is you know, this show is on the value in you. And anxiety, I have found out going through these papers um, looking online is that anxiety interferes with your value. Anxiety can have you doubt your worth and that you are enough. Anxiety may restrict your living your purpose in your life. So remember that anxiety is normal, it's adaptive, and all anxieties are treatable, either by yourself with breath work and other things that way or with a professional. Now, as I said, we're not we're not professionals. These are, are things that we've learned and what we've experienced ourselves. And um, so instead of just having David sit there and listen to me rattle off facts, David, tell me about an experience you had with somebody who's who you've dealt with who's had anxiety. What was maybe some of the symptoms that they had? Well, there's lots of different symptoms. It affects us differently. And and it is. I, I've worked with people, I've been trained. Uh, on a different bunch of modalities to overcome that, as well as pe helping people overcome uh, the you know veterans. I, I do a lot of work with veterans uh, as well as uh, our average people uh, because we all get it. You, you you were right when you were saying it's adaptive. It's how we see a situation and how we move that situation, how we're able to cope with that situation. Right. So as you, if I heard you right, you're moving. So. Yes. <laughs> you, you know, you're not going to move. You're not going to pack all your ba ba boxes in one day, right? I I would assume you're not. That's where you're it. wrong. Yeah. Okay. We've got it. We've got everything packed, but um, we're putting it all in the trailers. But, actually, but it's a been process, right? Right. It's been a process, right? You might yes. you might yes. move the boxes in, in one day, or <laughs> hope to move the boxes in one day. 
but you didn't pack the boxes in one day and yeah. move them and do everything. It might feel that way. And it, it might feel like one long day. And, and while we do that, that's what makes us feel anxious because we want to get it done. We want to stop the situation that brings us into whatever is feeling uncomfortable. That's where the yeah. anxious feelings are. It's either re remembering the past and going, oh, my house was clean before I packed the boxes. Or, you know, you know, all these things might be anxious feelings because of how you interpret and, and how you want your, your things to be. So a lot of the, you know, when, when you say adaptive, it is really adaptive. It, it all stems a lot of times from that fight or flight response system uh, and Maslow's, you know, hierarchy of needs. What do we need first? We need safety yeah. and surety. And by having safety and surety, we're able to manage it. But generally when we're anxious, we don't have that uh, that surety. We don't. Right. It's, a, it's a situation that is a little bit out of our control. Uh, even though control is also um, made up, <laughs> but you know, there, there's, there's a rhythm, there's a pattern, and once our patterns are mixed up a little bit, that's where the challenges really come into. And, and you know, to answer your question, yeah, I've worked with a lot of people because. One of the techniques that I am, so when you say you and I are not trained, I know you help people write books, but one of the things I do is do help people write books as well. But I actually work, uh, one of the ways I've been trained is actually to help people get past uh, traumas and things like that. I'm not a therapist, so I don't play one on TV, but I do <laughs> teach things. I loved when I was watching you, you kept on rubbing your hands a little bit. And most of us <laughs> do that. You're really dry. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's it's really dry, but one of the good things about rubbing your hands, it will create delta waves, which will oh. automatically calm you down. So when you're ever stressful, <laughs> nice and slow, nice and slow for a few seconds, it will automatically calm you down. It will create delta waves in your brain, which are the brain waves we use when we go to sleep. So that's the things, oh. how we can calm ourselves down. And that's really one of the biggest powerful parts is and I enjoy teaching people how to get through what they need to get through. It's not only about finding the right resources, it's using the right resources. So one of the stories you had asked, we go back to that first question. There was this woman who called me up and said, in three weeks, I already booked a flight to go with my girlfriends on an international flight. I don't know how to fly. I can't fly. Not that I, you know, and she 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 had panic attacks, uh, the anxiety, even just passing the airport as she drove by was very high on a scale of one to 10. She used to say it was a 15. And, wow. you know, so what we did is we worked together. I took I showed her some techniques and the long story of it is she was able to adapt and learn how to get on a flight. Not only did she fly with her girlfriends. She traveled internationally on a 10-hour flight. She had two flights. So there's the connecting flight to the longer flight. And then when she got to the, her final location, the, 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 the dream trip that she was at, they lost her bags. So she oh, then, no. <laughs> yeah, so she, she then had anxiety, and she called me up, and she was like, I got here, I got here, but they lost my bags. Uncle Dave, what do I do? And I go... <laughs> You go shopping. I, I go, what you, there's, there's no other suggestion. <laughs> but we, we were able to talk and I, we were able to then readdress 
what we needed and to get to the resources that I knew were already built within her. And she was able to then have the greatest trip, the greatest memories. And, you know, it, it really has, as she says, it opened up the world for her, really, by overcoming her anxiety, her feelings. And we all still get it at times. I get it at times. So it's not that yeah. you know it, but you, if you know how to cope with it differently, much like if you're carrying all these weights. So again, when we talk about your move, your move might, you might be looking at all these boxes and that's stressing you out. But if you really think about all the places that you're going to be in your new home, what it's going to look like when it's organized, that's going to be the, I'm sure I see your yeah. smile already. And that's <laughs> going to be your win. And it's not, it's going to take you a while. Don't look at all the boxes at once. Look at one box, focus on the small ways, chunk it down, bring it down to small pieces. And when we do that, that's really what we have to do is breaking it down into smaller pieces for us to manage the anxiety or what our triggers are. Because that's really what anxiety is. It's a noticing of triggers of wanting to do something differently. Yeah, good. Well, I think we have a little bit of time before we go to break. Um, you said something that she looked within herself. And I love that because that's where our value is. Who we are is inside of us. And by helping her to see her value in there, you helped her have a wonderful vacation. You know, that's that's just so good. I, I tell you, the biggest stressor I had, anxiety, whichever one you want to call it, worry, you know, they're kind of all tied together, was driving that big truck. But as soon as I got in the truck to drive it to the property to pack up our boxes, I'm like, what was I worried about? This is great. This handles easy. I can see out of it. It's going to be wonderful. So, well, it's yeah. one of those things uh, for sure. And I know we're about to go to a break, but it's one of those things. Get out of your head, get into your yes. heart, right? You didn't have to think yes. about driving. You knew how to drive from all your years of experience. That's why when you work with somebody who has that experience, it really is powerful by teaching yes. you how to reset yourself and manage it. Uh, because it's just a, a, a symptom of how to manage what you need to manage. Oh, definitely, definitely. And and I just really want to reiterate is is you have that value inside of you. You don't need to doubt yourself. You don't need to say, oh, I, I can't do this. I'm not worthy. I'm not experienced. It doesn't matter. You can draw from others. And that's actually something I want to talk about when we come back from our break. Um, we've got, doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got just a little little bit of time before them. Um, and I think we're going to kind of talk about explaining the fear of success because there's anxiety and success about because everything's changing. And I think anxiety comes when when things are changing to something we've never been before. But it's a good thing. So anxiety, remember, is an adaptable uh, emotion like being happy, being sad, um, being scared, you know, when you watch movies, you get scared, but you know you're going to be okay as soon as the movie's over. Um, so it's it's something we can control. And if we can't, then we go to somebody else who can help us with that. Do you agree? I completely agree. And I know we're, we're about to go to the break. And I'll even tell you a story yeah. on the back end of the break uh, about, you know, turning that light on when you're watching a horror movie. And uh, one of the things that I do, how I can over help people overcome their fear of flights as well as other things. 
All right, great. Well, I am Alice Kirkpatrick, and this is the Value in You show. You're watching and listening to Inspired Choices Network, and we'll see you after the break. You've completed college or university, or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes. We each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Value in You show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. All right, and here we are, back to the show. Thank you for being with me, David Kometsky. And we're going to talk on this segment about explaining the fear of success because there's anxiety in that. Can I just interrupt for one second? Because I know we you were sure talking can. right before we went to break. So yeah. uh, one of the techniques, and, and it, it, it's going to lead into uh, about success or any sort of uh, anxious okay. feelings that we have, is uh, one of the methods. So like when I was talking about r rubbing your hands, it helps yeah. you. There's a lot of different things. Not only will it automatically calm you down, as I explained earlier, but if we did work with somebody, and I, what I've done is I've worked with people who are fearful of success or other things, other obstacles that are in our way. I mean, success could be an obstacle in your way if you believe you're not worthy. And so that has it ties into it. And how we talked about movies, about horror movies, that it could be a horror movie. But, you know, if you watch a horror movie in the dark, it becomes a really scary movie. That's our anxious feelings. That's the, oh, my God, somebody is behind us as we're watching this movie. But if you turn the light on, what happens? We're less scared. Yeah. And that's really what we do is by uh, uh, being able to achieve and think of the things that we do and, and know, be honest with ourselves. That's the light on. Turning that light on and what that success will lead us to. And that's why it's the magic that I always say. It's the magic within us, that reset button, to being able to overcome the things that are triggering us into a less good feeling. And once we could do that, that is the launch pad that really then takes us to that next level. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know some people will think that, what do you mean fear of success? Everybody wants success. And it's like you do, but there's a huge change there. Now, now you've got all these other things coming in. You've got um, your time is being occupied differently, how you're managing things. Um, more people are coming at you. And, and for some people, that's really terrifying. You know, if you have someone who, who is an introvert or who is very shy or um, who has never been around anything like that, all of a sudden, all of this information is, is just overloading them. And, and it can be horrible. It can give them such anxiety that they want to quit. But that's where you find people to surround yourselves with. You know, I've talked before about the top five people that you have around you. It doesn't necessarily have to be your family, but who do you rely on most? Who do you hang out with to um, get your information? What it, What is it that my husband and I were talking about? Johnny Five um, from the show, and he's he's want more input, more input. And it's like you want these people around you that can input into you who can help you through these different situations who have been where you want to go and they've experienced all of this so you've got someone to help you through that anxious time and and that's always really good um you brought up a good point of things to do on how to cope with with anxiety and there's lots of things out there do you know i have this you version app on my phone and, and it goes to, you know, I'm faith-based and it goes to these different Bible verses. And I thought, well, what does it say about anxiety? There were over 100 apps or 100 plans just to deal with anxiety. So that tells you that it's a really big deal. I wrote down, see if I can look it up. Oh, it's really tapping in. As you're looking for your list, it really is tapping in to your resources, what your resources are. And some people don't realize what their resources are. And some people's resources aren't really the resources they need, you know, because we've all made the mistakes. We've all, I know I, at times, uh, overeat, right? We we overeat because we're, we're, we're stressed and how we manage our anxiety versus doing yeah. other things. We're drinking a glass of water, what might be more helpful than having that cookie. So there's a lot of different ways to realize your resources. And as you said, gather as many people as possible. Because when you gather everybody or looking at your resources, see who's pulling for you in, in the boat versus who's rowing against you. And that's you know another idea. You have to start looking into yourself and seeing what resources you already have within yourself, much like you know, read just reading a verse of the Bible if you're faith-based. Yep, very good. Yeah, um, the, uh, I, the Anxiety and Depression Association of America said there are over, and you can look this up on their website, there are over 40 million people in the USA alone, 18% experience anxiety disorder, 8% are children and teenagers, and there are over 322 million people worldwide. So don't feel alone. There are, are groups out there, there are people you can get a hold of. Um, you know, it's, you're never alone and, and finding out other people who are dealing with this, um, or who have dealt with this really can help you along the way and don't doubt yourself. You know, you, you definitely have more value in you than you really realize. Um, talking about Bible verses, I tell you, that's what I went to. Um, and, and I, and I was really surprised 
you know, the Bible doesn't say you won't have anxiety. It doesn't say that anxiety is bad. It says when in Psalms 94, 19, it says when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. And that was King David. I mean, you talk about someone who was anxious. There was uh, Saul that was trying to kill him and and all of these different battles going on, the armies. And, and you know, <laughs> I can't imagine what that would be like living with that all the time. But I love what it said when your anxiety is there. You know, your consolation brought me joy. Um, I've got two more here. First uh, Peter 5, 7, cast all of your anxiety on him, uh, meaning the Lord, because he cares for you. How better to be around somebody who cares about you? And that's why we was talking about groups, too. Um, the other one is Philippians 4, 6 and Philippians 4, 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Now, when I'm reading that, you know, anything can make you anxious, even if it's, you know, just, oh, boy, what am I going to do this weekend? You know, or the family's coming up. Am I going to, you know, be able to entertain them the whole time? Um, but it says in every situation, by prayer and petition, and that means you just bring your requests to God. And with thanksgiving, that means you're already thanking him for helping you. And that's a relief in itself. If you know you're going to go to somebody, to a friend, to a group or whatever, and know that those people there or that person is going to help you with this, you're already thankful. You already start feeling some of that stress relief. Um, and I like the next one. In verse 7, he says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. And it's like, wow, you know, he's already got you covered. <laughs> there's, there's nothing better than that. And I didn't write where the verse was at, but last week I found a verse that says, cast all your, cast your cares. No, it doesn't either. It was, <laughs> um, and I should have written the verse down, but it was daily. He carries your burdens. And I thought there's nothing better than that, knowing that every day somebody is there to help you through everything that you go through every single day. So being faith-based, you know, that gives me a lot of relief and a lot of purpose um, just going through. Um, one other thing, um, healthline.com says another way to uh, work is having uh, to not to work, but to release the anxiety is to have measured breathing practices that can help you with immediate feelings. Um, uh, the Mayo Clinic talks about being uh, physically active. And I thought, wow, that's kind of, I never expected that. But yeah, if, if you're letting your anxiety consume you, you're probably not being very active. That's my thoughts anyways. What do you think, David? Well, yeah. So uh, there's two things. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to say just a story. The story of David and Goliath. Because you had mentioned about King David, right? But the story about David is he had faith. They were the the, the Philistines had come and they were going to beat up the the Israelites, right? That that's really what it was. It was a fight, and everybody was scared of Goliath because he was larger than what it was. That's anxiety, right? Oh my God, this larger than thing. And then David knew within himself not only did he know within himself but he also had the strength that the lord was going to protect him so not only did he start from within inside he then knew 
exactly who had his back. And because he, because of that, he had the confidence to be able to take down Goliath. And he did, right? That's the old story, right? David beat Goliath. But it's all yeah. because he had the, the confidence within himself where the rest of the army did not. So it's it all starts from your confidence and knowing who has your back, figuring out the right people that have your back. It's not just saying, I'm, I'm not alone and I have people. Again, they might not be rowing that boat in the same way, or they might be drilling <laughs> holes on the other side of the boat. Now, you know, one of the other things that you, you had mentioned is really what do we do with it? And it's moving that energy. And that's really where that's the second part that I wanted to talk about is staying still and worrying about it is going to build up your energy. We can actually feel the buildup in our body if you're anxious at a moment and you're like, oh my God, you'll feel it on your shoulders. You might feel it in other areas of your body. Move the energy. Uh, to use a word, uh, damned. If you're damned, it means you're blocked. That's what it means. It doesn't mean anything about heaven or the other place. It really means about that you're blocked. And how do you move that block? How do you become a beaver who is damning you up, but you need to clear the, the river, the river of energy that you have, the beautiful energy that you have to move forward? You can't build with you know, a blockage. And once you're able to overcome that blockage, once you're over, able to overcome that obstacle, that's where the growth comes. That's where overcoming anxiety, learning the techniques, using what techniques you have, breathing is one of those techniques. And sometimes you just have to listen, sit in, watch your other breath, and really take it in. No matter what's going on outside, if you can control yourself, that's really powerful. And I know we're about to run up to another break. So if, while people are listening to that, listen to the messages, but also take that breath and you'll feel really relaxed. Oh, absolutely. So it is time for a break. And I am Alice Kirkpatrick, and this is the Value in You show. And you are watching and listening to Inspired Choices Network. And we'll see you right after the break. You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Alice will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Alice Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. 
To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Hi, welcome back. I'm Ellis Kirkpatrick, and my guest today is David Kanetsky. And David, thank you so much for being here today. I, 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 I want to tell the audience, you know, I met David, and we uh, were talking, we're having a virtual coffee chat, which is just a fancy way of saying we were talking together. And and uh, and this is how I got to know about what he does in the anxiety. And I tell you, he's just been wonderful to work with, and I, I really thank you for for being here today. Well, I thank you for the opportunity. You know, I really like talking about it, especially this 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 month, September. And I think the episode is coming out this Friday. So this is a suicide awareness day month. So, you know, dealing with anxiety. Uh, I'm a suicide survivor. So, uh, you know, it, it's really one of those things that I understand. That's why I, I call myself a mentor versus a coach. I've been there. I've been in that dark hole. I, you know, um, there's a story that I always tell about diving in a cold hole, you might feel you're in a hole. You're in that anxious moment. It might feel like it's all black and you can't see out and you might reach for those messages. You might look for a meme. You might look for a prayer and they don't always get to you. That doesn't mean that they're not working. It just doesn't get to you. But then you find somebody like me who jumps in the hole and I know what everybody's thinking. Well, if you jump in the hole, we're both stuck. And I go, no, but I know the way out. And because I know the way out, <laughs> I know the way that works for me as well as others. I've worked with people who have gone through much more than we all want to even admit. People through battle war, uh, scars, through personal scars, through different stories of their lives. Uh, and I've also done things that are successful. I've I've worked with you know sports figures who wanted to improve on themselves. We could all do it. How we do it and how we use those anxious feelings really do grow out and become a better because we level ourselves up. So it's not only who's surrounding you, it's keep improving and surrounding yourselves with people as you level up and start growing through the anxious feelings and avoiding it, you know, avoiding those triggers again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, you mentioned about about um, suicide, this natural uh, suicide, prevent suicide or awareness month. And I love that. You know, I've been working with some authors on a book and and it's a tough book to write. It's not a book that, oh, wow, we're going to get it done in three months and it'll be ready because it deals with a lot of emotions. It deals with something that you've put behind you, but yet you're using it to help others. And, um, you know, you talked about the black hole, you know, the way I, I phrase it for the book is you're on the edge of the darkness of no return. And so what brought you back from that edge? What what kept you from from staying there? And then what has your life been like since then? And the stories are are powerful. Um, just just a hope. Sometimes it's a family member. Sometimes it's an audible voice. Sometimes it's it's just, you know, I, I saw that this is not worth it. There's so much I'm going to miss out on if I stay where I'm at. And so I'm not going to stay that way. You know, it's the choices we make. And, um, you know, somebody once said, you're just transferring the pain you have to somebody else because the people that are left behind now have all of that pain that you were feeling. But 
there's ways to deal with that. And David is one person that we can talk to. Um, but there are, are a lot of uh, uh, places out there. You know, the, the first step is just to tell somebody how you're feeling. You know, if if you don't want to tell them that you're at that dark precipice or in that hole, just say, I've just been feeling unworthy. And that's the one thing I want to get through with every episode of this show is you have great value in you. You are worthy and you are enough exactly the way you are. If you don't like what's going on right now, then change it, change your perspective, change how you're looking at things or the things around you. And it's not easy to do. Sometimes it's easier than you realize, but it's still a journey you have to take. And there are those around you who will help you and will walk with you. You just have to keep looking. And what do you think, David? Well, well, 100 percent. And, you know, it's not just saying uh, I tell your story. You know, we, we, we have those things and a lot of people push those feelings back. We that's how limiting beliefs are created and a lot of things. That's where you really need to kind of almost dive into the darkness with uh, uh, somebody, either a mental health professional. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, we, we talk about it as, right. as a society. So many people are afraid to talk about it. And that's why we're in the situation we're in. Uh, you know, one of the things that I do is I my, I don't mind. I knew the right resources and I knew I had to help people. But I was told it, I, I need to tell my story to help people, to assist them. They're only going to be able to do it themselves. I can't help anybody and I don't help anybody. I assist. You make that choice. No matter what you're going through, only yeah. you understand what you're going through and only you can choose to make those changes. The same thing is writing a book will not just get it out there, and that's it. You need to f make sure that you're healed with it. Because I'm going to tell you a story. So my first book that I, I uh, that I, that my individual, my first individual book, uh, some of the stories I wrote in, in that book were stories that were 30 years old. I thought I had gotten past a girlfriend who got killed by a drunk driver in my life. And I, during the pandemic, I'm reading some poems that I wrote her, and I, and I was deeply in love with her. And I started crying, burst out of nowhere. Yeah. I didn't understand the idea of survivor guilt. We have so many things that we push down because it's 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 in the past. You need to deal with that. We don't much like when we, we sweep our floors. We don't push everything underneath the rug and leave it there. You gotta always work to your best parts, and that's really what it comes down to. It, we, again, because the the theme of this is anxiety, those anxious feelings, those triggers that you might or might not be aware of. Excuse me. Those are the things that's where you need to write. Not only write about those stories, but if they're still triggering you, if you read that same chapter after you wrote it and cry every time, there's something else there is identifying. Once we can identify what our triggers are, we can then overcome them. And then sort of like we told that story about earlier, turning the light on in that horror movie that you might've experienced. I We're not going to erase that memory, we might take away the power. And how do I know that? I've done it. I know what it is of living through something that becomes overpowering, that, that always set off my triggers. And now, because I've overcome and learned exactly, I've been honest with myself. And that's part of the real truth that we need to do is honesty, not honesty with each other, which is always a great thing to do, much like communication, but you need to be honest with yourself acknowledge what you feel 
That doesn't mean that you did something wrong. I don't ever want that to be the case. I want you to understand what you feel is exactly what you feel. Even if we've gone through the same thing together, there really might be a situation where you see it differently because of the life experiences you had versus the life experiences I had. And that's really where the magic is. And, and there's so many places to dive into the magic that then becomes bringing you up to a new level. Think about all the things. Again, we'll go back to your moving. So as you start unpacking in your new place, how is that going to feel to lift you up higher as you start unpacking all the things that you thought were holding you back? And I'm sure you're going to also release some things that you might be have had. I don't need this anymore. See what really is, is powerful for you. I mean, you do that with probably with your writers. And that's what I do with the writers that come to me is I go, let's not only talk about it, but let's get past what we need to because I can't wait to hear about your next story and that how much more powerful that's going to be. Oh, I love that. I love how you're saying that. I can't wait for your next story. And, um, you know, a, a lot of people think, oh, I, I don't have a story. There's nothing in me. But there is. There's something there. You know, we've all lived life. Um, yeah, and I awesome. like how you said choices. Yeah, that's true. And I like how you said choices because, you know, that's part of where your value is. You have had to live with the choices that you've made. Nobody else has. They're choices that you made. Nobody else will because they're choices that you made. And that's where your value comes from. That's where your worth is. And and that makes you enough just the way you are. You know, we can, yes, we can always improve. Yes, you might have done bad things, but look at all the good that you've done. Um, and one of the books I wrote, I think this one was a spiritual survivor. Um, and and I was I was just one author among many authors in that book. And I talked about not being able to face myself in the mirror, to face that, that, oh, it's a new book coming out, Dear Younger Me. Whoops, I spilled the beans on that one. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, Amelia, you just launched it, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's not being able to face that 12-year-old in the mirror. I mean, I literally stopped in the bedroom and couldn't walk to the bathroom where the only mirror in the house was that I needed to go talk to that 12-year-old. And it's like, why? And it was because I knew that as soon as I saw those eyes, as soon as I looked into my own eyes, that that 12-year-old would know that dream that she had didn't get happened. And as weird as it sounds, there was the voice that said, that's okay. Look at all the good that you did do. Look at all the things you were able to do. So you didn't become a doctor, big deal, but you were an EMT. You were in the medical field. You did this and you did that. Those are the things you rejoice over. And and that really holds a lot of value for yourself. And I think we as people forget to look at all the good things that are going on. Tim, this went wrong and that went wrong. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Look at all the good that's been happening. Yeah, no, I've experienced and so awesome. I see where. Yeah, yeah, good. Good. Yeah, you know, um, I just say one time that somebody right after the end of our talk. Go ahead, go ahead and explain that. Yeah. Yeah, there's one time uh, right after my suicide attempt, uh, somebody says, "Do you love yourself?" And I paused. I tell the story all the time because I had to think about it. And if you have to think about it, then the answer is no, right? I mean, it's just oh wow. Fact at that point, and uh, and they said you have dead eyes, and, and at that time. 
So I did go, go to the mirror uh, and I've used the mirror a, a few times in, in terms of healing. But at that time I saw there was nothing in my eyes. Now I can see that life, that vibrant life and that ability to overcome and find resilience. And, you know, I, I look about all the things I've done since I had that suicide attempt and it's just been really powerful. And that's really what we need to do is focus on these things. It's not just seeing those things. And sometimes you do need to talk to that 12 year old. Sometimes we need to help. One of the, one of my favorite, favorite poems is, uh, the healing poem, Ho'oponopono. And for those people who don't know, it's a Hawaiian saying. It's a four phrases. And part of it is talking about that inner child, that inner peace, that if we can find and rebuild that inner peace within ourselves, we grow from that and we love ourselves. We're talking to ourselves with Ho'oponopono. It really is that peace within ourselves that then becomes the change within the world. Now, I know we're coming up to break, so Absolutely. I don't know if you want to... Okay. No, we'll go ahead and we'll go to our break. I'm Alice Kirkpatrick, and this is the Value in You show. And you are watching or listening to Inspired Choices Network, and we'll see you after the break. You've completed college or university, or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes. We each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. All right. I'm Alistair Patrick, your host, and we're here with our guests today, David Kometsky. And David, um, I, I want to go ahead and wrap up what we were saying a little bit, but before we do, before I forget it, because I know, know this time goes by so fast, why don't you um, kind of let people know where to find you and how, how to get in contact with you? Okay, there's a bunch of good ways. I mean, I'm on social media, so really reach out to David Chemetsky. Well, I'm really lucky. There's not too many David Chemetskys. There's actually two. If you look at either one of those logos, you'll see which one is that. And, uh, you know, I'm on Facebook. Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, and, and all, all those places. So I'd love to talk to people. I'd love everybody to check out my podcast, Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Uh, and it's really all about peace and love and the obstacles that we need to do, how we hit our sweet spot. And just reach out to me or uh, my website, which is, again, David Chemetsky. So I try to make it as easy as possible, even though Chemetsky is not necessarily the easiest of names, but there's not too many of us. Uh, and if you look at the logos, my logos are all over the place with uh, so that way you, you know who I am and what I do, because 
that's the really important part is reaching out. I love the connections to people. And, uh, you know, one of the stories that I love about connections is you never know who's going to walk into your life. You know, when I did my TEDx speech, yeah. I go out there and you, you never know what's going to happen. But out of that, nine families reached out to me. He talked to me about suicide uh, prevention uh, in some cases. And in, in some cases, there were people whose uh, family members had already uh, were successful, which I just want to make sure, especially this month, everybody knows, uh, statistically speaking, 89% of people who attempt suicide are not successful. So while we hear about the big times when people are successful, that's 11%. And let's keep working to make that even lower than that. And being ability to talk to people and really stop the, the stigmas that if you really have a problem, because as you said, with, with a, there's a lot, a lot of statistics about anxiety and how many people, they say 36% of people think about suicide and 65% of people go through some sort of episode where there's a thought, not an active way of doing it, but a thought of negativity. We all have, again, the numbers even go even higher. It, who gets involved in a mental well, wellness episode? Now, if you've yelled at your kids, that's a mental wellness episode. That doesn't mean you did something wrong. We get frustrated. We get anxious. We get so many different feelings that sometimes we don't know how to handle. And doing that is when you reach out to somebody like myself because I've been there. I know how to do it. I've helped and I've worked with people who are under the biggest situations, you know, first responders, people coming back from battles. I mean, I had this one veteran who was a Vietnam veteran. So at this point, it was a lot of years, right? And he came to me. He says, I'm having these nightmares for 30 years. And we worked together. And eventually, he stopped having these nightmares. And he comes over to me. He goes, I don't have those nightmares anymore. And we're joking around a little bit. He's now in a relaxed, another layer up in his life, another level up in his life. I go, well, do you want me to put it back? And then he you know, he punches me in the arm. And well, he said some other words also, which I won't repeat. But uh, you know, it really is. You feel differently when you can overcome something. So when you write that first chapter in a book that you help people with, that really is uh, so powerful to being able to do something that you might never have done before. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And for those who are still like the commercials have been talking about trying to find your purpose, um, I am actually going to have an episode with my five week course um, talking about it um, in October and it's called finding your meat. And you can find that on my website. It's lskirkpatrick.com. And I also want to talk about next week's show is Uplevel Your Media Marketing Through Authenticity with guest speakers Sophie Zolovan. And I want to tell you, we're not going to talk about business stuff. We are going to see how leveling up has to do with the value in you and what you can do with that and where your authenticity comes from within you, um, which I'm really excited to see her. <laughs> so. But I, I thank you so much, David, for being on the show and for your insight. Gosh, we've talked about so many things here. You know, you're going to have to probably watch the show two or three times to get it all, um, maybe more. <laughs> but that's okay. That's why we have replays. Um, and you can find those on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And um, so do you have any closing thoughts, David? Yeah. So like I close off all of my podcast episodes. 
find your sweet spot, swing your bat. That doesn't mean beat up anybody. It's bringing in awesome thoughts, you know, being authentic, as you talked about, being authentic today. That's what you want to do. I mean, if you look at the, the, the image behind me is in a green suit. And if you've ever seen me speak live, I generally wear teals or my green suit. I have three green suits actually currently. And, you know, it really is showing up. So when you do that, find your sweet spot. If you've ever swung a baseball bat, you know that feeling. It might not always be a home run, but if you swung the best that you could do, you do the best that you are able to do. That's going to be enough and swing it. And I hope you knock it out of the park. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. And, and uh, like I said, you know, you've got my website, you can, um, find uh finding near me i'm sorry i got distracted <laughs> with the little little signs that keep popping up on me because the show's just about to end and uh but it's finding near me and it's a five-week course but i am going to take one of my episodes and just kind of run through it real quick just kind of give you an insight of what's going on about now helping you to find your purpose you know if if you haven't found it you know um find out why why are you here is there more to what you've been doing maybe you've dedicated your whole life to your kids or to your job or you've been in your job for 20 years and you're like this is it this is all i'm going to be doing the rest of my life and let's see what we can do to find out what your real purpose is what really lights you up what makes you really happy and and get going with that um, also you'll see that i have my books on there um, everyone has a first day and it's for writers, entrepreneurs, but it's also for life. I actually have separate chapters on, on each subject on that. So we have five success principles to go through on there. And um, and that's all elliskirkpatrick.com. And so, David, tell us one more time real quick. Where can they find you? DavidShemetsky.com or on social media uh, as David Shemetsky as well. So just reach right. out. I'd love to assist anybody or at least have those conversations. I'll offer everyone who contacts me and lets me know uh, a half hour. I'll show you your personal reset button, how to help you get through anxiety or, or some other challenges. And uh, we can see where it goes from there. Uh, I really enjoy pushing it forward and lifting everybody up, right? Rising tide lifts all boats. Oh, I love that. I love that. It sure does, doesn't it? You know, it doesn't matter what kind of boat you have, whether it's it's a little rowboat or whether you've got a yacht, but that rising tide is going to rise them all up. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you need to get a hold of me, it's value and you podcast at gmail.com. If you have suggestions for the shows um, and um, you have comments or you want to find out more, just go ahead and send me an email. And uh, and then we'll see you all next time on the Value and You Show. Thank you for listening to The Value in You Show. Ellis returns Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember that you have great value. You are worthy. And you are enough. <laughs>